0: This is CNN. I'm just kidding. This is 1010 News and today we have three of us again, Neil, Kevin, and Christine as okay. your anchor. So uh, the first news will be reported by, by, by Neo, oh, which is myself. Oh, interesting. So the news I have for you is called India's government says Twitter should be held liable for what user post. As you can see, I have a preference preference to choose this type of news, and I do some study as well. So, to prevent there's no topic to discuss. So, what basically this news is talking about is that recently that uh, Indian government has uh, made some new rules, and they have uh, released an assertion says that Twitter can potentially be held leg- legally liable for anything their user post on their platform. So Twitter in the future if anything posts on Twitter that is violating India's law and Twitter must be held accountable. And they have been they're having new rules since this February. And th- these are new IT rules and it gives the company 3 months to comply. So I think the rules are <laughs> are actually quite interesting. So it says that all the social media company, Twitter, Facebook, Google, and all the companies, they need to create three different roles. And all of these roles, these are three people, right? They have to reside in India. There has to be people actually sitting in India. And the three roles are a compliance officer to ensure the the, the platform follows local laws, a grievance officer who addressed a complaint from Indian users. So when people complain, complaints about their platform, somebody answered a call. And a contact person available for the uh, Indian law enforcement 24-7. I am um, I feel quite interesting because if you ever work in a multinational, you know how easy it is for these companies to create roles that you have no idea what it is. So I think it's quite interesting. But Twitter. <laughs> has failed to comply with these these three roles because they have two people on board as compliance and grievance officer and they left the comp- company immediately. Sorry, not on board. They switched to this job. I think their company forced them to do and they, they just quit. And there's this one contact person available for the Indian law enforcement. This guy lives in California. So, India government is very, very mad. How can you not comply with our rules? Okay. And since then, there's been some clashes between India and Twitter, but this is not the first time. Um, previously, I think in in, in April, uh, India's tech ministry has ordered Twitter that they should take down posts and accounts because there's a mass protest by some farmers. And at the end, Twitter actually comply with some of the requests but they have they have refused to take any actions against the accounts of journalists activists and polit- politicians okay and they um i think was really interesting is one one part of the quote from the government is as in india we value freedom and we value criticism because it is part of our democracy but freedom of expression is not absolute and it is uh, subject to reasonable restrictions, okay? So this is the topic I would like to raise later. Freedom of expression is not absolute. It is subject to reasonable restrictions. And uh, the next collision is in May. There are police, Indian police, turn up in Twitter's office in New Delhi. And um, they said that um, this, this this move is, the uh, government is trying to intimidate them, okay? And uh, in Twitter, Twitter said in Moody's, their prime minister, India prime minister, their party is trying to manipulate the media. So um, and I did a little research on, on India. They actually have more than 700 million Internet users. So they're, they're twice as large as the entire population of the United States for people who are using the Internet uh, of these social media. So they're pretty huge. So all of the comp social media platform like Facebook, Twitter, Google, Microsoft, Amazon, Uber, Netflix, blah blah blah. They all all the CEO went to meet with Moody. So Moody's become very very popular. All of the people wants to have a share in in India. So um, that's basically about this news. They the clash between India's platform and they're trying to pass a law just to put the responsibility of their users' post on. The platform itself, and uh, so the question the first question I have, do you think um, there is limitation? We should put any limitation or restriction on freedom of speech. What is the boundary? Um, tell me the boundary Christine
1: uh, I believe want to talk yeah okay, I believe Kevin has a lot to share for this topic though maybe you should talk first.
2: Why should I? Why should I say something first to construct?
1: Oh, because you have um, been to a place there is no freedom of speech, but people think they know they understand freedom of speech and then yeah, they do something that uh, they consider as freedom of speech, but actually not. So maybe you should. We should share. Yeah, you should share that example first, which I sure, which I think is interesting.
2: Yeah, Okay. uh, so. I told Christine before, like uh, in a private chat, that I um, I witnessed how the definition of a Chinese toward the freedom of speech. So this conversation happened in the uh, in CHK in Hong Kong where we had the uh, Umbrella Revolution. And there's a a, a, a bulletin in CHK that uh, that everyone can post whatever they want, even the hatred speech. Like no matter what you can think of. Anything you, you you want to talk about, uh, as far as it's not insulting some individual, of course, like uh, like Hong Kong style of the freedom of speech, uh, same as us. And um, so someone was like keep posting some like a uh, like six four uh, related uh, post, and of course, some mainland Chinese students will find it very like uh, you know attacking their 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 sovereignty. So the a, a female mainland Chinese student like tear down all the post that's uh, about about this uh, six four uh, incident. And uh, when the you know like people are very angry about that because you you, you cannot ha- uh, tear down any other's post unless you are like a like student committee and you want to you need to clean up the bulletin. They have the, they they are the people who have the right. Um. So a, a journalist like a, a campus journalist asked that uh, female Chinese student say, Hey, why did you do that? Like, uh, do uh, you, you do you know do you not know that this is a very famous freedom of speech wall? And he said that, and she she said that. Yes, uh, if she ha- she ha- because they have the freedom of speech. So if she have the freedom to to post this kind of article, I have the freedom to tear them down. Uh, if they sh- if she has the freedom to speak, I have the freedom to shut 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 her mouth. Yes, it's like impo- like their their understanding of freedom. Like to me, it's like imposing uh, your will to the others. It means that you are ex- executing your freedom, but it's actually executing your power. Yeah. The, the authority. So I think their their understanding is very different. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's one example. And for me, uh, I think the boundary of freedom of speech is that uh, whether you are interfering the others. So if you see all the western uh, freedom of speech, uh, you don't really um, like prevent the other from speak speak. So uh, a very basic requirement is that everyone needs to be able to execute this freedom. So then we yeah so then we can say whatever on whatever we want uh, on top of that. But this doesn't exist in China. Uh, Chinese will think that um that uh the you know to impose the will is how they execute the freedom. Yeah, do whatever they want.
0: Interfere with other people. Yeah. So what what counts as interference? Like say, um yeah. if I say um. Uh, a guy, Roy.
2: There's no Roy in
0: the group. Roy is stupid.
2: And if you're saying this in the public, that Roy will feel he's insulted, you know, because people don't know Roy. So he will think that uh, uh, everyone, you know, the public will think that you are saying some statement to Roy, and that might be true. It might affect his uh, his life, then it's not mm. freedom of speech.
0: Okay, so that should be limited, right? Yes. Okay. Christine.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think um, I think the famous people who raised, I don't know if, if it's his phrase, but yeah, he said that uh, he will probably disapprove of people what people saying, but he will defend to the death the rights people speak. Yeah, you know that from Fuertai, I think. Yeah, so I think I agree
0: with That's that. Correct- Sorry. Oh. No, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah so yeah i think i think the freedom of speech means that people can um yeah can raise their own opinions and even if it's um something that's uh disagreeing other people or it's just um, a very opposite op- opposite points from others but yeah i think um um the freedom, the, the spirit of freedom of speech is that um, people are talking about their opinions and their like perspectives and Uh, like freely but but yeah like Kevin just said not not to like step on other people's right yeah which is I think it's a basic stance that you don't step on other people's right so based on that you can speak whatever you want Mm.
0: yeah cool based on that yeah so I have a uh, my my answer to the question will be um yes, I, I remember when I was in elementary school, that's that's I think it says in the law. You have the freedom, not just in speech, but the the definition for freedom is not interfering with other people. Um but I would uh, characterize it more on the 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 two different parts of your of what you have expressed, which is uh the perspective and the facts. So there are many people who are um not sharing the perspective, but fabricating um, incorrect facts so i think I think that's um should be held accountable should be held accountable, and that's not uh part of the freedom of speech. you can't say tell other people that I didn't do something uh i have do something that i haven't I haven't did yeah. On, on social media, but uh, you can definitely say that hey, if I have ever says Roy is a pig, that that is bad, yeah. But you can't just make up that the the facts. So that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay, cool. The next the next uh, question is okay. Um, so th- there's a lot of debates that um, actually many many. Many, many US people are very, very mad at the social platform. They think they're full of shit. They said the, um, um, uh, when Twitter and Facebook, when India, India, in, India government tells you to delete posting accounts, you say you're gonna defend the freedom of speech. Uh, however, when Donald Trump <laughs> uh, is saying stuff on TV and Twitter, all of the social media platforms stop his account, so, can you compare these two events and do you think the social media platform are doing the right thing, or um what differences do you see in the, these two events?
1: Hmm. <laughs> this one is hard, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Maybe Kevin can say first. <laughs>
2: oh. uh. Okay, um I think you can analyze through this point. Um I think okay, so uh, the public opinion towards Donald Trump uh, okay, so let, let me compare in contrast. So I think the similarity part is that the uh, the platform stops some um some some account statement. Like uh, to you know, suspend some account or delete some post. That's the similarity part. Um, to stop someone to speak, basically. But the difference is that uh, Trump, Donald Trump, is a public figure, whilst the other polls with specific text is not. It's it's is random people. Uh, I think like uh for um uh so if you want to have the you know to know the public opinion towards Donald Trump is easy because you can you know, easily sense it. Everyone's talking about that. There will be more like a consensus. So you say uh, if Donald Trump says something like. Uh, Like some hatred speech, and Indian people are very angry about that. And if the if the platform they stop uh, Donald Trump's uh, account in India, then uh, it will be you know like people will agree on that. And it's easy for the company to anticipate it, and maybe the government won't interfere it because it's the public hate. However, uh, for another like. so for just the government asked the platform to delete the post with specific text, I think like to put the specific text on like each user, like random user's speech, it uh, it, it won't have a, a same level of the public consensus like the Donald Trump's account. So maybe like uh, uh, what company did will be against the public will, and you know it's easy to against the public will. So I think it's it's quite hard to for the platform to determine whether the individual speeches are you know are that the um are are the hatred speech. So I think the later one it's it's too much. It's the it's the measurement that uh, beyond the, the the reasonable level. And for the first one uh maybe less of the controversy and uh, Im- more aligned with the co- public consensus maybe it's uh, it's better. Yeah, my mm. point of view. How about you, Christine?
1: Hmm I think I have a different opinion but it's not completely different because i think for the last for the second um event that that uh the platform deletes some posts or the specific tags i think that is quite often like um if uh, a lot of people are posting something regarding let's say um porn or (laughs) yeah like that kind of things then i think it's reasonable that they take that down because um Specifically, they might not violate the platform policy, but they will uh, eventually violating the like the country's policy and a lot of other like um, regulations. So I think for a specific tax, if they have a reason that, um, you know, that this tax might um, become one of the illegal thing or it might uh, pretty much arise the hatred feeling, then I think it's pretty reasonable to take it down actually and for stopping Donald Trump's account I think it's just because Donald Trump is really a influencer he is really yeah he his speech has a lot of power uh, one like one word he say will influence the whole America uh the stock market market of US or yeah something like that and will will like influence on the economic and about a lot of different aspects so I think that's based on that because Donald Trump is too like he's like just like Kevin said he's a public figure so yeah that's just why they they have to stop Donald Donald Trump to speak um randomly but if if saying that the platform takes down like whoever else like uh, one single person's account like stops or terminates their account then I think it's might be something actually uh to discuss like it's controversial. So yeah. Yeah, I think my point is a little bit different from Kevin's. How about Neil?
0: Yeah, I think when when they said Indian government ask to delete is not the tags that are, are porn. It's usually like the um like the umbrella movement. And so people will retweet it and include a hashtag. And they say that's remove the whole umbrella movement. Yeah. So it's not hatred and it is it is not porn. Um but it is, uh, the government does not like it. The, go- the government does not like it.
1: I think I think it will somehow like lead to some events and it, the events will be, uh, could be big or small. And if big, it could like uh, related to personal health or like deaths of people. So I think that's why they have to take down some of the tax like umbrella events that could probably um, arise and yeah, to like to be become a protest or something in the future.
0: hmm Okay. So um yeah, to be honest, I don't have any perspective when I type the questions. Um so, so the fact is, um when when Twitter and Facebook take down the Trump's tr- account, he they ban him, it's because he has st- like persuading people to go into the Congress and that uh, has actually been seen as um, promoting violence and they they actually seen uh, these riots go into the Congress in life so they think that, that he promotes violence so they want this to stop so that's the reason they give that's the reason they give however um when, when India government asks these platforms to delete the accounts, it's these talks and and posts are not to the willingness or, or interest of the Indian government. So it's a bit different, but um, I would say um, I would more have more agree on the, the first uh, sorry, I, I would agree with uh, the la- latter um, approach, where where the government asked you to delete these these posts. You said I have we have a, a rule or something. Um, and but for the previous events, I, I personally I I think Donald Trump is actually promoting violence. But I just don't think it is the right thing for them to just ban him yeah um and actually i I think i I told you guys last time i will go do some research on this so there are people who are promoting uh how to solve this so the the answer they gave is that u.s congress need to pass laws for uh, these social media platforms to moderate their their content more furiously they have been, uh, according to the news, says in 2019, uh, Facebook has hired 7,500 people, um, and did double the number of people to moderate the content for, for, for yeah. Just Christine said, uh, porn, nudity, child pornography, ISIS recruiting pitches, copyright violations. Yeah.
1: Hey, I was a content moderator, one of them. You know. Yeah. yeah so, so I definitely can get why they need to do this because yeah if you don't have these regulations, there are so much mass things on the platform. Yeah, you, you <laughs> cannot imagine. Like wh- whatever kinds of the things that you can ever think of, it will be on that. Yeah. It's really, really uh yeah, a mess.
0: So do you think um do you think you can identify hatred comments?
1: It's no, I cannot actually, because, you know, hatred comments uh, come from uh, all around the world. There are several types and kinds and you don't you're like you cannot actually become a person who knows everything happened in the world. So maybe there are some of the protests, minor protests happen in um, some region, but you don't know. You don't get uh, yeah, get along with these terms or it's even in different languages so what we have is a set of regulations and if we we see some like suspicious signals we will like start to yes yeah, compare it to the regulations and if we find some part oh it's correspond here and we will just ban it or take it down mm-hmm.
0: yeah. yeah still hard um well uh yeah they said that they should increase more money on content moderator they think they even look into the financial of all these companies. They say they're so so wealthy, so don't worry, they can afford it. And uh, and I found actually the the origin of everything is in in US. There's something called Communication uh, Decency Act. This law is passed in 1996. Uh, it says that internet platforms are not considered publishers when it comes to the content of their user posts shielding from the damages. So when user publish anything, it's not they're not a publisher so they don't have to be held accountable. Oh, quite interesting. But uh, the, the exception is they also have uh, amendments on the laws when they pass a, a new law in 2018 when um, when uh, these platforms have to be responsible for the child sex trafficking on their platform. So they say, hey, If you have incentive to prevent punishment from child sex trafficking, you can do the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, probably they they can figure out a way. Okay. Um, (laughs) I I, I, I read, I think I have 10 different news on the topic. It's so hard. There's no definite answer. I really want to give you guys one. (laughs) I really don't have.
1: And I... Oh, right, because I think one of the point is also that uh, for the second, the the delete specific text one, that it's uh, the government asks the platform to do it. So I think it's also different from the platform itself doing it. So, yeah, yeah I think it's more complicated <laughs> adding more things into this case. Yeah, it's really hard.
0: <laughs> okay, let's let's move on. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, next one will be Kevin's, right? Yeah. Uh, so my news is is from Warsaw Journal talking about Haiti. So Haiti on brink of anarchy amid hunger, gang violence, and power vacuum. Um, so we probably uh, heard that the news um, Haiti's president has been assassinated last week, and a lot of things happened since. Uh, you know, um, after the assassination. And all the things you can think of that uh, there's a shortage in the, some daily supplies they are um, there are some gangsters like roaming around the, sea, uh, the, the around the street and uh, they, there's no person who can lead the government because someone a lot of people are starting to chase after that uh, that that power um, of leading the country. So that's what Haiti is about. Um, it's happening now um and i want to elaborate furthermore on the assassination that uh, is now uh, the police are thinking that maybe it's uh, it's led by the uh, opponent of the president to run the next election so basically it's like a uh, doctor like just came back to haiti and a lot of people don't know him he wants to run for a presidency and he assassinated the current president so then he doesn't have the you know a very strong rival that's just, like that's the yeah uh, what the police thinking that it might be the biggest suspect, yeah, but it's not clear yet. Uh, it's not clear yet. Um, but what I want I want to bring out this news is especially because uh, Haiti is one of our the country that very very one of the very few countries that have the diplomatic relationship with Taiwan. And I I believe that uh, not not most of people know uh, what where Haiti is and what Haiti is about. Like what is it like in the country? So actually I'm interested in, and uh, I checked some of the YouTube videos and articles that describe this country, and it really blew my mind. Uh, just, you know, uh, introduce you a bit. That Haiti is actually a black people uh, like control, dominating country with like uh, uh, the population, about half of Taiwan. And it's located in like uh, somewhere close America it's between North and South America, Caribbean Sea. And uh, this country is extremely poor. That is so poor. It's one of like a top ten, top twenty poorest country in the world. And probably you have heard of food that is made of the mud. It's like they they basically just the mud and they 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 bake it down the sun and and they eat it with a very cheap price. That that's, that's from Haiti. It is so poor that and uh, around um there's only one like proper road inside the country, uh, like a main road um and uh, you can see the rubbish like everywhere in the country it's it's everywhere and uh the way they clean out the rubbish there's no proper uh, place to dispose it so they burn it including the plastic and all the toxic stuff they just burn it so the the air, air, air is so bad and it's very underdeveloped um and for example showing is saying in the in the article that uh, um the reason why they there are still many people are running for that vacuum uh, power position of the presidency is because they they have a very crapped uh political system. They're they they don't have a congress since this uh, this president was elected for two years. I don't know why, but they don't have the congress. It just never came out. And also. Um, You know, there should be stated in the constitution that uh, after the president is gone, there might be some deputy president to take over the seat, etc. But uh, but it's it's just not working because a lot of the roles are not are not there yet, Um, and also their their Supreme Court judges has been dead out of COVID in June. So this this country is like close to anarchy and um, and US are trying to send some representative to this country to help solve the position, maybe to align the people who are rushing for the presidency and see if they can agree to lead the government again. Yeah, so this is what Haiti is. Um, so first question, um, what's your point of view of Haiti as a country with diplomatic relationship with Taiwan? How do you see this country, like after the after you know it a bit more?
1: Hmm. Actually, I heard of that mud cakes since really, really little, like in elementary school. Yeah, I knew Haiti as poor, and oh, I I just googled that if there there is an university in Haiti, and yes, there is one national university. Yeah, only one and probably others. Not, uh, private, I don't think so. So, yeah, probably just one. And and yeah, I know that Haiti is a a country built of slavers in the past, is slaves, I'm sorry. Yeah. And and why it's diplomatic with Taiwan because um because Taiwan's uh medical uh, resources can help them I guess
2: <laughs> yeah I keep helping this country I think we donate a lot of trash uh, like trash carrying cars to Heidi yeah,
1: yeah.
2: so neil uh, have you ever had any impression towards Heidi yes
0: because um, when I was in, in junior high school there was a song called we are the world and it's for the funding Heidi I remember the we are the world we are the ones blah 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 sure. You know, there's a lot of people rapping and I don't know what's going on, but it's for Haiti. So I already know the country. And um um yeah, I think that's all I know. And actually I read the news. It's 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 really, really astonishing. They they I think there's a there's a there's a woman said he when he go back home, he always saw people dying on the street.
2: Yeah. That person so, on the street.
0: Are you serious? That's, it's a, it's a, I think it's a total chaos. And and there's a very funny thing. It's the, the, the number of candidates run for the president. There's, let me see what, how, how many it is. 70 people, 70 people. It's right. like, it's like, it's like in a class that everybody say, I want to be the class leader. <laughs> how can there be so many presidents?
1: what what shocked me more is that they have they actually have a referendum which yeah which is pretty developed thought in such a poor country
0: they're so so poor i i don't really know why i don't know. i think there's so many gangster and and <laughs> corrupted business right it's uh it's,
2: it's bad it's also one of the very few countries that is playing internationally in the united nation like everyone is is blaming about Haiti, say it's a failed state because they are annually they are discussing whether they want to cut the aid to Haiti. Uh, UN has been pouring so much funds to Haiti to rescue the country and the people, but it it, it didn't work. There's zero effort from that, so every year there's an agenda that whether we should still help Haiti and everyone's blaming about that, but still like this aid continue because of the humanity reason.
1: Oh, but I think we, we have studied the independence of Heidi in history, right? History textbook. Did we? Really?
0: really? You did yeah, you? I,
1: I had this memory. Because they are the second independent country after I think after the America being yeah. um colonized.
2: Yeah, it, it yeah. independent very early, it's like eighteen oh eight or eighteen oh four something like that.
1: Yeah, I think it's in the textbook.
2: Yeah, it's the first like uh, independent uh, like black country. So comes... it's
1: still still mysterious because so there there are so there are probably a a a bunch of people who are more educated and also still a poor country in my guess.
2: After two hundred years of independence, they are still in this stage.
1: Yeah, why? Okay.
2: Yeah, so that's, okay, that's our point of view. And the second question is, as Haiti is an extremely underdeveloped country, how do you think we or internet society can help their people to rebuild the country? Um, so not Americans are trying to rebuild the country, they they are in urgent need. Uh, how do you think we can, you know, we or internet society can help them?
1: Oh my god. We um, g- We give them two hundred years <laughs> already um, yeah. I think the mo- the, uh, like the the biggest point is that we have to uh, locate the problems. like what what are the problems uh, that Heidi cannot become more developed within two hundred years from independence? because yeah, it's it's really long. And considering all other countries who, who got independence later, they, they already actually surpassed them in the development stage. So, yeah, I think the first issue is to locate the problems and, and send some people there to help, maybe maybe some elites who, who want to go there to to help, yeah, for the thoughts or something. And maybe people from Heidi can also um, start it, if they have money, started to, to studying abroad. <laughs>
0: do you think they will have the money, Christine?
1: So, so, so uh, people have to help with the, the scholarship.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is actually a very, very great point in, yeah, I think like, uh, uh, to have some consultancy like from the, you know, for, for a government, like how to rule a country is very important for Haiti. And how do you think, Neil?
0: This is a really tough question. So, how do we think international society can help their people to rebuild? Um, I think, I think, um, as history has shown, giving them money has
1: absolutely. <laughs> what's so funny? Yeah, what's so funny. Nothing. <laughs> no, never mind.
0: Okay. As history has shown, I think giving them money is not going to be useful. So, um, maybe, um. so uh, my idea is to find uh, a successful reference case from U.S. They have been helping countries to rebuild um, in all over the world. And let's just find a country country that have successfully rebuilt and see what are being implemented there. Uh, I, I believe it is definitely not money. And I saw there's a news says that U.S. will not send troops there. And I think probably U.S. troops can help to stabilize the country uh, for for I I don't know overall security or something they they don't they're not they don't dare, they don't dare to harm the U S Army right they're they're very um, well trained so probably not the U S but the U N can send army to maintain a certain level of security for the for the for Haiti's people that's something to start first and find some reference cases yeah. Hard one, very hard one.
1: So I, I think of one of the problem that that uh, I locate <laughs> is that um, I think uh, for a lot of countries that uh, after uh, they in, they're independent and other countries, like other strong stronger countries going help them is because um, probably that country has some benefit to them. Like, uh, like for example, Taiwan, we have a good uh, geographic ge- location and we have some resources that like both China and the US can get so yeah so people help us but I I guess that's why because maybe Heidi they are not this kind of um, relevant um, resources that other countries want so that no countries are actually going to um, give them a large amount of help so they help them in some extent like uh, give them uh, some money but not a lot and not, not giving them like uh, the thoughts and the, the, the critical things to, to let the company, uh, to let the, the country develop. So I think that's why, um, Heidi is still like this after 200 years of independence. So yeah, I think it's still hard because this, in this generation, no countries are, uh, colonizing other countries anymore. So yeah, so, so no, Which means that no countries will give a lot of help to raise or yeah to grow a country to be strong because there is no uh, benefits in it. So, yeah, I think and I, I just search on in the wiki, which is an interesting point that Heidi is actually searching for one of the membership in the African alliance, which, yeah, I think it's reasonable deed for them to do because yeah, probably they should grow together to be stronger because yeah, it's too hard to help them.
2: Yeah, maybe it's kind of like a baby country, but they're like uh, forced to stand on their own for such a long time. No one's like trying to help them. Um, There are some funny figure of Haiti, by the way. Uh, So in Haiti, there are more than a hundred political parties, (laughs) but however its country, it's like 80% of the population cannot read and write. Yes, I think this uh, this this democracy is not really working. Yeah. Um, and so the last question is: If China is about to push Haiti to break off diplom- diplomatic relationship with Taiwan, uh, we're against it.
0: No. <laughs> no. Because it's it's fine, you know. Take take it. <laughs> I have nothing to lose.
2: So. You know, like this happens several times for uh, some African countries. If Haiti's president is like, uh, they they send some special agent to Taiwan and say that, oh, so our president is thinking of going to China's side. And they, if if the Taiwan can provide like the financial aid of how much money, then uh, they will maybe change their idea. That uh, as you know, like uh, as part of the citizen, do you like agree? Uh, do you support? Do you, do you want to keep Haiti as a friend?
0: Not really, thanks. Yeah.
1: Uh, not really for me too because yeah, friends is not the more the better. We need quality <laughs> ones.
2: Yeah, that's so true. I think that's like common opinion among Taiwanese as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's my news. Like at least we know like uh, one of our the very few countries with diplomatic relationship. Haiti. What? How is it about? Okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> back to the anchor
0: okay so the next one will be Christine all Go.
1: right so this is the last news and I picked it because I think it might be relaxing but actually it's not so yeah kind of regret so but yeah still uh, so the topic is, is that Italy's government basks in the glow of footballing success from The economist all right so seeing from this topic you will probably uh started to imagine that uh, the the contents might be more relaxing regarding the yeah the football game but actually it's not that relaxing all right so um you know that uh the euro 2020 final just happened and the game was between italy the final was between italy and in- england and it was really striking not just because uh the football match itself but also for the social political undercurrents between the two sides and also the touch on issues regarding like nationalism and internationalism and racial sensitivity because um in at least one respect this victory was not uh the victory of italy itself it's actually a victory for europeanism because it it was the first european championship final to be played after brexit okay so although brexit was not really a prominent um, discussed discussing point in italian commentary for the game but it was actually never far below the surface and actually uh several hours before the match one of the italy's most popular television presenters he instagram um Roberto Mancini, who is the manager of the Italy national team, to uh, make England do a Brexit also from the Euros too. Yeah, so the Euro is European Football Championship. Okay, so this is pretty, um, yeah, pretty not friendly. And actually, um, this victory of Italy will um, spread a very uh, warm glow of satisfaction through Italy, the country itself, and also may benefit um, the the President uh, the Prime Minister and also his party of Italy, which is uh, Mario Draghi, I think. yeah, and because uh, his his uh, coalition was uh, often seen to be fragile. So yeah, it's a benefit for him. So, um there is something about the current Italian government. Uh, so the information is that um, the current government of it- Italy, Actually uh, like concludes a wide range from the rad- radical left, represented by the small free and equal alliance, and also the to the radical right. And it's in the form of Matteo Salvini's uh, much larger Northern League. Yeah, it's yeah, just a party's name in Italy. So the general idea is that um, any sporting event can actually have an impact on politics to some extent, and this one unquestionably favored the right in Italy, and it's not just for the League, but also for the even harder right party in Italy, which is the Brothers of Italy, and it's the opposition party of the uh, current government. Okay, so uh, the reason behind this is that there is a striking point of Uh, Italy's team is that uh, among the 26 players, there were no one of a single player can be considered as being of color. So although there were three born in Brazil, they're actually all Italian descent. So the publication of the team photograph prompted a large amount of criticism on social media, especially in France, you know, because they were all white colors. And then um, uh, almost every country has learned that in sport. actually, diversity is great because diversity brings dividends. And um although Italy has a like relatively smaller and uh, more recently acquired immigrant population comparing to like France or Britain, but Italy also knows this point because they have already uh, had a lot of examples in the past of uh, the immigrants who, uh, afterwards became Italian and who won the athletics championships for them. But um, one reason why uh, the talented young sports people of color in Italy are not uh, nurtured and like being developed through their junior national teams in their earlier careers is that they are not Italians. And um, this is the way that the Mr. Yeah, the both of the parties want Italy to stay and for some background information about Italy's citizen law, is that uh, it is modified from uh, a form of juice sanguinis, which means shu So it whereby um, the right to nationality is inherited. So uh, it means that for the immigrant parents who give birth to their children in Italy, their children cannot actually apply to become Italian until they reach the age of 18 and only if they have lived in Ita- italy continuously for 18 years since birth so some of these people never do um yeah correspond to this so there are around five million of people who speak italian as their dominant language and lives uh, um, probably in italy right now and often with like the accents and and inflections typical of italian regions are still continue to be considered as foreigners because of this. Um, yeah, because of this form. So uh, there was a guy whose name is Enrico Letta. He was e- elected to lead the Democratic Party of Italy earlier this year. And he said that he would make it um, a pri- priority change to the law to allow for a form of jus solid Yes, yeah, so to change this, but um, Yeah, so it means that the right to nationality arises from the place of birth. But yeah, his announcement actually met with very angry criticism, not only from like uh, his opposition party, but also from his ally. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty hard to change this. So um, after Sunday's match, like both party leaders in Italy have tweeted the images of the members of the Italian squad celebrating yeah, their victory. But um, actually with the black British footballers, yeah, who played in the English team, they have actually suffered a lot of uh, racist abuse online in the past. So it is said that the European football's um, game was not actually a great one for multiculturalism. All right, so this is basically about this news. And my question, uh, the first question is that: Did you watch the Euro final, and what do you know about it? If you didn't watch it, okay. Um, maybe Neil. I um,
0: I read the news and I watch uh highlight. I'm not a I'm not a football fan, so I did not watch the game. I have I only know one guy who likes football. Yeah, so. Most of my friends are NBA fans. Um, I know they, that the game ended in a. I really don't know how to say that. It's a, it's a 12 foot duel,
2: where yeah, penalty kick kind of thing. Yeah.
0: So uh, that's that's quite quite um, quite scary. Not scary. That's quite exciting. Uh, but I'm I'm just the kind of guy who don't have the patience after four hours like one versus one the score is one versus one and yeah so <laughs> i'm not a football fan sorry i'm not answering to the question um so the question is did i watch and how, what do i think I, I i didn't watch but i think it's quite exciting as it's the championship
1: yeah okay how about kevin
2: uh, i didn't watch it um you know, I, I only watch FIFA games, but not for this. And I, I aware of the, the result of that. Um, Italy Italians won um, by a, the, the last pi- penalty kick. Um, mm, what do I know about it? Yeah, that's pretty much what I know. Uh, but different from Neil, I think uh, football soccer game is something that uh, I think it's maybe it's worth watching. Um, I saw, fi- I watched FIFA um for most of the times um not these european cups but i think for fifa like uh, a good point is that uh they have a set time that's 90 minutes for the entire game unless you have the tie score then you'll go to like extension so i think like uh to control the length of the game is it's quite you know it's easier just
1: okay. yeah, so, yeah. You said, maybe it's worth watching. You will offend a lot of fans, okay, yeah, it's okay. I'm not one of them. No. Okay, so my second question is that, have you been to Italy before, and have you ever noticed about the racist issue there? like um maybe there are only uh white people like most most of them are white people, or yeah, what do you notice?
0: Yes, I've been to Italy before, uh, but when I was still in high school, or, yeah, I think still so, in high school. So I'm, um, I'm kind of dumb when I was still in high school. I was playing online games every day. It's called RO. So I didn't really notice what what race issue. So that's that's a joke. No, I, I actually did. Um, actually, I I went to two different places when I observed there's something quite different, and I have discussed with my dad. And their two countries are, are Italy and Belgium. You you saw a lot of immigrants, and I don't know why, uh, but you you just can't identify that they're immigrants. Um, it's from, it's I don't know how to say that, but but they they feel more poor, and they are usually doing uh like a circus or it's not like a night market or something, but they, they're doing job like that and. Um, apparently they're not very welcome in the in the city and there's so many immigrants and and um um there there's just so many and i was i was amazed i thought oh it should be all white people like italians like the the mafia right but it's not there's so many immigrants so but i don't know if they're they are racist or not because i we, we didn't really interact with them a lot yeah so um that's basically what i what i observed what about kevin
1: so, so you can tell who are the immigrants? You said you can.
0: Yes, I can. I, um, through their wearings and okay. the look. Okay. Am I, um, am I a racist? Oh my god.
1: It's right. <laughs> How about Kevin?
2: I went to study as well. Uh, I, I, my observation is quite different from Neil's. I, I didn't recall. I, I see, saw a lot of ra- immigrants. I think uh, Italy, compared to other European countries, is like uh, um, the ethnic group is quite um, unified. That uh, only like the white local Italians uh, of the Latino region, like they they are mostly dominating like uh, all the cities I went to in Italy. Um, Unlike say Germany or um, or UK or Netherlands, you'll see a lot of like Arabic origin people. uh, Yeah, they seem not to be a tourist, so I assume they live there. Uh, or like some Eastern Europeans, uh, yeah, Gypsy people or black people that you can obviously see, and they they work and they they just go to supermarket like the locals. But in Italy, guys, like I I didn't see this these group of people. So yeah, I think it's not really an immigrant country compared to other European ones.
1: So which which exact cities in Italy have you two been to, like, Rome or? I
2: really I guess. Guess. Like all, all the major ones.
1: Okay.
0: I really forgot. I think the major one, yeah, the the one on the book says you should that you should go. Milan. <laughs> yeah, Milan. Yeah, Milan and, and and Rome. Yeah, both.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah, because I I was shocked to read read that. Um, it's not really, um, yeah, cultural. How to say culturalism, for for this game. Yeah, I thought, oh, it's a European game. It should be like really open-minded. They they accept um um both like all all kinds of people and all races to to be the players. And it's not. So yeah.
0: I'm not I'm not surprised at, at all. They're like in the World War Two. It's it's Germany and Italy and who? Japan. Japan. Japanese ja- right? Yeah. They, these yeah. are far right, and they they they're racist. Yeah. They're oh, elite, elitist. They're elite elitist. elitist.
1: They're still.
0: They kill Kill the Jew. Kill all the Jew. Oh,
1: okay. Okay, yeah.
0: yeah. So not surprised oh. at yeah. all.
1: Okay, so that's pretty much about my news. Cool. Uh call it
0: a day. Thanks, Neil. Thanks, Thank Kevin. Hey, thanks. Have a good
1: time. Right,
2: see you next time. Bye bye. See you.